On this episode of AV Week, we take a look at companies rebranding. Avixa has a brand new report and the impact of the economy on AV. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 567, recorded Thursday, June 30th, 2022. AV Finances. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Crestron. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us to discuss the news and information we have gathered this week. If you get your CTS in the next couple of years, you'll get this young lady's signature autograph, Rebecca Stellens. How are you, ma'am? Lovely to be here, Tim, as always. And yes, go ahead and get your certificate. Yeah, and if you don't have your CTS, I will certify you, always you. Should just to get Rebecca's autograph on your on your Or your D or your I, whichever you prefer. Uh, and if you get your D and your I, uh, then Mark Coxon will send you a uh, CTS AF uh, T-shirt. Uh, Chris, I still want one of those. Yeah, I don't have one. They, they are really cool. And I need to yell at Mark. Well, I I, I, I say that I just volunteered him from, for something. I, he will not send you, but we'll we'll figure something out if you send me an email. Because Mark, I'm going to DM you at my address. I expect one. All right, there you go. Uh, also with us is Chris Netto, who should hopefully get me out of trouble. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, but I don't need a, a CTS renewal. I have Rebecca's signature on my arm from Infocom. <laughs> better than that. I've now tattooed it there, so there you go. See? They, I, I have groupies. That's it, how it works. At least three of us. You know, what, you know what the funny thing is, Tim? You're sitting here greeting both of us here. Mm-hmm. First of all, we all know that me and Rebecca are your B team. We are the ones that are <laughs> – we, we are the – oh, man. We, we – you know, our right fielder is sick and our pitcher is banged up. Please call in two people that can come in. So that's what we are right now. But the sad part is I, I consider you my friend, Tim. Yeah. But I've seen Rebecca more than I've seen you in the last two years. And I've seen her twice in less than three months. And you went to her hometown, though, for one. Well, that, that I mean, helped. when you got it, sometimes you got to go to the source to figure out that's, what's going on. That's right. You got to bring the mountain to Mohammed, right? <laughs> You're going to have I'm, a hard time. I definitely just called you a mountain. That, Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, you lost control of this one, Tim. Please, I, I lost try it to a con- long time ago. So we're recording this on Thursday, uh, the end of June, because it, it's for here in the states. Uh, it, it is uh, Independence Day uh, weekend, and uh, apparently in Canada, it's Canada Day on July first. Um, and so we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, not that anybody other than the three of us care, or Mitchell cares, because that means he doesn't have to do the work tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got a couple stories hitting here. Um, first, though, is uh, Avixa came out with a new report. Uh, it is a, a free report. You can get access to it. I, I, I say that because sometimes they're, they're purchased ones and, and um, they put a lot of resources in it. So, you know, and we can have that discussion later about whether or not you should pay for Avixa reports. But this one's free. Uh, mm-hmm. It says that the uh, Pro AV is continuing to grow, although there is uh, certain parts where it is decelerating. Uh, is the May AV sales index. Uh, it came out to a 63.2, um, which, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it is down from April 2022, uh, which was at 66.7. Now, what's interesting about this is not only is the, the growth slowing down um, and, and, you know, 
contracting, but also the employment um, has gone down a bit as well. Elements of this uh, report also highlight the fact that hybrid is still becoming uh, more and more uh, prevalent. Uh, that is the the installs that people are doing. In addition to that, uh, they're looking at um, the expansion in um, India as well as continued expansion in China. Neto, we'll start with you on this. Um, when you look at and you talk to um, integrators, you talk to your customers, Chris works for Starin uh, Marketing, uh, so his customer, his frontline customer are, are integrators and, and folks like Rebecca. What are you hearing? Are you hearing a slowdown? Are you hearing um, that we are, we're kind of uh, decelerating in, in our growth, uh, but also in, in employment area? Please do not shoot the messenger here because this is like Chicken Little that I'm about to play. But uh, you cannot turn on the, the nightly news without hearing about, oh, my God, the sky's falling. The economy is this. The economy is, is, is that. And after a while, you start to believe that, right? Now, AV has done very well, I guess, over the last uh, year plus, especially in the UC side of the business because – that's what kept your businesses afloat. I mean, that's how people communicated, whether it was through Zoom or Teams or whatever uh, UC platform you're using and then incorporating uh, our technology into that uh, to do virtual events and stuff like that. And then once people started venturing outside their front door and looked and saw maybe COVID is still there but not really ever present, then they started going out to places to see the experiential side of our business, right? Uh, the outdoor signages and and, 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 and open-air you know, things and concerts start to, to return. I think that's been the positive. Uh, the problem now is that uh, there's a couple things and it doesn't take a economics, you know, master to tell you that products are still scarce, right? Um, I just returned from Infocom. You know, everybody came to my booth and I'm a distributor. And, you know, the punchline is, do we get product before 23? Like, I can't control that. But one of the things that has come out of this is that, um, you know, it's not just any one company that's kind of hit with this. It's everything. Uh, it's everybody. Uh, whether it is the uh, chemical that goes into the paint that paints, you know, that is spray painted on your uh, speaker to, you know, the nuts and bolts that the installers need to, to install it. I'm going through that right now currently with a, I can't find three pieces of, of, of wood to, to fix a deck in my backyard because pressure-treated wood is being bought in bulk by big companies and they won't sell me three pieces of wood. I got to go find who will send me, sell me these, the, these beams because... I've got holes in my deck. I can't get it either. So it's, it's tough. It's, it's a compounded thing, Tim. I, 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 I don't think you need an Avixa report to tell you that the economy is kind of... Shaky right now, yeah. right? Um, but I think people are, are are getting to the understanding that things are kind of weird. I think customers have allotted money for a lot of the UC stuff, and now are investing even more on the UC side. Um, what I'm hoping is that maybe this lull that we may be going through now is because they're preparing their their return, right? Because yeah. we've start and we've we try to jumpstart the return to work in numerous parts of this country. A handful of times and it's always been you know oh no not yet let's move back um and i don't want to not talk about the great resignation because i think that has parts to do with it as well where people thought they were going back with 50 people into an office and all of a sudden half those people have decided we're not coming back not even back to the office so now that changes the plan so 
Yeah, I think we're just in a very weird time. I think the third and fourth quarter of this year is really going to show AV's strength and what we can do as far as helping these companies that right now may be a little confused as far as where they want to go. And I'm talking about the end users. I'm not even talking about the integrators. Integrators know what they want to do and what they want to get out there. I just think that right now things are a little shaky. So, All right, Rebecca, you are an workforce integrator. So what are you hearing from your customers in the front line? You know, are they, you know, kind of holding back? Or are they pushing forward and, and, and doing jobs? Well, the good, the, I guess the good news um, about my particular company is we do a lot of jobs that are so big, like they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, I'm doing $2 billion stadiums right now. So those are fine, right? Those have always sort of been the staples. They're always going to be in the AV industry. What I think that we're kind of seeing right now, and this speaks to Nito's point about the economy, the recession, the great resignation, all that kind of stuff. But you couple that with a perfect storm of people doing it for themselves. And this is sort of a weird, when I first got into AV, nobody would touch AV gear, right? Nobody would pick up a microphone. Nobody knew how to plug it in. Nobody knew how to do all these things that we did, right? And now technology has so infiltrated our daily lives. You can't wake up without looking at a screen, without um, seeing a microphone, without your speaker talking to you, without something. AV is literally so inveterate in especially the American life, but let's go with, you know, all countries really, um, that people now do a lot of this stuff for themselves. And so what we've been seeing is so much rapid growth in the AV industry because everybody wants more, 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 more AV in their lives and they need it because they need their hybrid workspace. They need to work from home. They need, you know, I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm literally surrounded by eight screens. I have four microphones, you know, like, but now people are so used to it, they just do it themselves, right? So a lot of these sort of little things are going away. And I think that's what we're seeing, is we've seen the meteoric rise of the AV industry as it pertains to having AV around. And we've reached the pinnacle of that. And people are going to start doing it for themselves. And the integrators are going to go back to doing the things that people can't do, right? The stadiums, the line arrays, the, you know, the big, the big things and the experiential, you know, the, the, the retail, the immersive, um, AV stuff like that. Um, so we're, I think we're seeing a small subset of our business go back to the people, if that makes sense. And I think that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. Let me ask a, a general question to, to both of you here, because, because Chris, you mentioned a couple of things um that highlight the the kind of the return of av and, and certainly the the uc side of the business has seen a lot of growth mm -hmm. concerts and, and live events are getting back but at least in the states and, and there are some other countries uh that are seeing a, a significant financial impact from all sorts of things and i'm not an economist and i do not understand all of the global uh, you know, uh political uh, interactions but i do know that the price of gas in in California is is eight bucks, right? Here in Illinois and Missouri, uh, where I am, uh, it is generally five dollars, right? Let's just say, call it five bucks, um, which is the highest I have ever seen it in my life. You know, you've got a a, a inflation happening. Um, you've got a probable recession happening, or at least a, a downturn happening. What does that do? Because when people start paying five bucks for a gallon of gas and they pay X amount, you know, X, Y, and Z for the staples of life, 
right? Food, clother, clothing, shelter. Um, concerts go away, right? Um, or they don't go away, but, but fewer people will go to them. Um, and companies will start looking at, at different, you know, projects that they may or may not, you know, what was, what was nice to have now is, is in this, you know, it may, may not be on the books. What will that do, if anything, um, to the AV industry's finances? Um, can we, let's start with corporate travel, right? Uh, myself and Rebecca went out to, to Vegas recently for Infocom. Uh, if you ask me, Infocom would have been a lot bigger had there not caught, had it not been a $1,500 flight from New Jersey mm -hmm. to Vegas, right? I think that, um, as, as wonderful as the, as the getting back together message was, I think a lot of companies, as those prices started to go like this, started to say, you know, we typically send 20, we're going to send 10. And then, re, you know, right at the last minute, said, we're going to send five. Now, granted, they still reported 19,000 plus at Infocom, which is, which is great. But how much bigger would it have been had there not been gas, fuel? And we're only talking about gas and fuel. Yeah. Now, do you want to bring in the, the, the airport and the travel experiences that people are now going through with canceled flights and luggage going to Alaska? But meanwhile, you're in the Dominican Republic. I mean, all of a sudden, everything is, is, is upside down. Um, I think that it's a challenge. And I think that uh, just like we do in our personal lives, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's an issue, right? Um, do I go on vacation this year, right? To me, a vacation, and I've done staycation for the last uh, two years at home, and I refuse to staycation anymore. That is not happening. Staycation turns into a honeydew list. Next thing you know, I'm knee deep in in rake and uh, and and leaves and cutting things, and I don't want to do that. That's not my idea of vacation. But what I'm getting at is that you know, if I was to take a family of four and just say, you know what, tonight we're going to go to the movies, right? That used to be an no problem every weekend kind of thing. The cost to go to the movies now all of a sudden comes into play. So let's not go to the movies, which is down the street. Let's go to Ocean City, Maryland, which is about a three-hour drive. How much gas is that going to be to get there? And then I'm going to go to a hotel that's cut back its services, right? Because that's happening right now. I can't get room service. I have to go out, right? I can't, um, you know, my, my room's not going to get cleaned every day unless I request it. And then it's a grudge for that to happen, you know, and then there's always still the ever present COVID in the background. I think that from a personal perspective, it's just that much more difficult to do things because you you're taking into account all these things. And with inflation comes, again, I, I hate to keep tying it back to the reset and the resignation, but inflation's happening quicker than cost of living is. So there's people that are now at that at that balance. They're watching the scales and going, wow, inflation went up 10% and I'm still getting a three, right? And then next year, it's going to go up another percentage. And do you get the three? That's unknown because numbers are obviously going to be there or not there. Yeah. So it's just a very, very strange time. I know that in my, my own personal life, I'm looking at numbers, right? Because if this is going to get ugly in the next half to a year, um, what, what am I going to do, right? What I got to do is ensure that my company as a business development manager, my job is to constantly prospect forward, right? What can I do to make sure that we have a pipeline and that <laughs> you want the truth to what is in those Avixa reports, you go out and get those uh, pipeline or those forecasts that are being done for the 
you know, internal for companies and look at those and see where they're at. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. And they had, those are the ones that take into account of uh, 53 week lead times and stuff like that. So it's, you, dude, could, you could do, can we expand this into a four part series, sure. Tim? Cause sure. this is just not enough. Agreed. Yeah. And I, and I'll say, Chris, I, um, so my, my flight to Infocom was, Four or five hundred bucks, something like that, from Nashville, direct mm -hmm. Southwest. That's the most I've ever spent on a Southwest flight. I have to go back to Las Vegas in August. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, and that is for the cheapest flight I could find on Southwest. Yeah. Well, you could take the flying bus called Spirit, but then you may not end up. But, but then I'll then I'll have to pay like four thousand dollars for my bags to get checked, and I'm going for a pool tournament, and if my pool cues don't make it i bad. will actually hurt someone so because that's, that's an extra 1500 bucks worth of stuff right there yeah yeah so and i can't take those on the plane for some reason they think they're a weapon you know giant pointy sticks with screws on the end who knew i got nothing on that all right well tim you can't fly with your nunchucks anymore I, I that's... <laughs> <laughs> michelangelo was my favorite turtle all right uh, I mean, he's the best. I always kind of liked Raph. Uh, from our friends over at Rave Pubs, uh, USAV has uh, rebranded as Edge, quote unquote, unparalleled partnerships. I do like the alliteration. Um, since 2001, uh, from the article, USAV has supported audiovisual integrators throughout the world by connecting them with manufacturers, distributors, and service providers as integrators uh, have grown and changed over time. A necessity for the USAV brand to evolve became evident now usav is a um a division of psa um and it is the the av side of that the psa side is more uh, on the security side rebecca we'll start with you on this when it comes to you know from the integrator side does this move make sense or is it just kind of a you know um i don't know a, a new paint of paint of coat paint of coat a new coat of paint <laughs> Wow, it's only nine o'clock in the More morning. More caffeine for Tim. More caffeine Come on, for guys. Tim, please. I'm gonna be that guy that just says it makes less than no difference to me at all in any way, shape, or form. I've never understood the concept of rebranding. Um, you like, let's just go with the biggest example that everybody can think of these days, right? Facebook rebranded as Meta, right? And they created all these, you know this lingo with the metaverse, yada, yada. but everybody still just calls it Facebook, yep. right? Like everybody is just going to use what they know. Um, edge is a generic term. I don't, um, to me, I don't feel like it's going to catch on because you could say the edge corporation and you could be talking about anything from a razor to a cliff diving. Like, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to me, honestly. I mean, if they're, if they're going to take that rebranding and, put stuff out there. I, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, I really don't. It's uh, Infocom going to Avixa. I, both of those are very sort of unique terms, right? Nobody's going to say Avixa and mean something else. Um, this, this is kind of just, they're adopting a generic word as their brand now. And that's kind of strange to me. It, it is a bit strange. Uh, I would also go the, down the road, route the road of, um, guitarist for you too. So, um, mm -hmm. Mr. Yeah. Ne Mr. Neto, same kind of question. Um, does this, you know, what does this do for you, for, for your, uh, PSAV? What does it do for USAV? Well, speaking as a former cliff diver, both me and you, Tim, um, 
what are we what are we going to do now? Uh, we have to get yes, rid of Yes, but can you cliff dive with the nunchucks? That's yeah, that's really the question. Um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, well, I'll give him uh, – listen, we got to give him some kudos. There is not an X anywhere in that title that was very – that was that, there was a lot of flex going on with. The, let's see what I did there. Yeah. There was uh-huh. a, a lot of that going on uh, for a while. Everybody was doing everything with an X, and that was kind of trendy and cool. But this is very edgy um, of them. So, oh my God, put a rim shot sound effect no, in there for me, please. Please do, please do. Now I'm all about branding, and I'm all about branding properly. Um, they must have come to a conclusion, and I think this is an attack on AV. Let's start the let's start the the, the, the motor. Wait, wait, wait. You, you think that edge is an attack on AV? I think that removing the word AV out of your uh, brand is now the end thing. And that's the attack, uh, because let's be honest with you, uh, AV. And this is a conversation we've had for many, many years um, can mean a lot of different things. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily speak to what we do. If it wasn't for Stranger Things in Hawkins Middle School, um, nobody would have known what the AV club was for a long time. Oh, at least my generation. Well, my, my kids' generation. My generation. Yeah, we were the dorky kids on the outskirts of, you know, polite society. And now Correct. everybody does who, AV. Who pushed, yes. the, who pushed the projector cart. And I did say projector cart, not TV cart. Correct. Uh, we are, mm-hmm. Chris and I are that old. We pr- pushed the projector mm-hmm. cart down. Um, and, and it was a great, good day when you got to push the yeah. projector card down. Cause that means you got a movie. So. I, I don't even know if there's an AV club anymore. I think it's just, it's just the it organization now. Probably. Cause we know how no. that, you, we to know get how that, that level of dorky. You're going to have to go into the theater people, which is also where I started. Yeah. Same concept, but better costumes. Art kid. True. I didn't have to go into the AV side, but I had to paint the stupid signs that went to kind of advertise those. Those. Uh, That's those, why you're in marketing. See, from the very beginning. Technically, now I'm in sales, so this is now it's come full circle. Same thing. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one that's in marketing now, which is kind of weird how we did that. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it uh, the idea of branding and rebranding is good because sometimes things go stale, right? And a refresh is absolutely necessary. Uh, most companies that will do a brand refresh will halt at just simple type fonts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Maybe color because the logo, new, the right. logos and everything can get a little challenging. As you said about Facebook, and I'm surprised that nobody mentioned that the browser edge is out there as well, not just uh, from the U2. Uh, That's because nobody uses it. Oh, somebody uses it, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, right now, I'm using it because that's where this popped up on because I'm using a browser-based system. But I'm pretty much – I'm, I'm with the other crowd on the Chrome site most of the time. But anyway, I, you know, it's, it, branding is good. Branding is excellent. It's excellent, especially if something went bad or went south and you want to kind of repurpose and reinvigorate the brand into something that uh, that there's a change. So tell me what the change is that we did this is always kind of what I am looking for. What's that spark that ignited this? Was it a bad logo? Was it a bad name? Were you tired of it? Was it truly you wanted to get away from using the word AV in your space or was USAV too, you know, too American and maybe well, now they're expanding out to the outer edges and doing that sort of stuff. Maybe they want to go to that edge of the they, Well, they do say a lot of stuff about international, right? Yeah. And bringing in integrators from other countries and stuff like that. But I also just want to interject because you bring up a good point. I have seen a massive shift away from acronyms. Mm. Um, just like 
everywhere. People are moving away from acronyms and trying to get buzzwords, right? Because everybody wants the, the TikTok hashtag or whatever. And because I think we've reached a point in the human language where there's only a finite number of acronyms in the human language, right? We can only invent so many ways to put words together. And USAV could be a lot of different things, right? You, um, it's, I, I always, I have a ASU shirt, ASU. Um, and people always think it's Arizona State University. It's not, it's Appalachian State because I'm from the boonies. Um, and so I think that acronyms are becoming a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yes, exactly. And people are trying to get a buzzword. From a marketing perspective, what is trendy is trying to find, now this is where they may have a little bit of a, of a problem, um, and not knowing what their marketing uh, group or what they're doing with this is, um, when you're searching for company names, uh, the thing that seems to be going now is very simple, very basic words. Uh, meta is a very simple, basic word. Four letters. If it's not being used by anybody, it's yours. Uh, but every, everybody's looking for four-letter three-letter, four-letter words, five-letter words that kind of just are not representative of any one thing. Uh, ping and, 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 and slap fish and, you know, just little stupid little things that they can also find the domain for. Now, right. if you go domain searching and look for four-letter words, not the dirty ones, but if you go look for four-letter words and do that search, you'll find I out that all the dirty four-letter words. <laughs> all the common ones are gone, right? <laughs> all the ones that you thought was like, you know, that, oh, who, who, who went ahead and, and, and reserved, you know, uh, pink? Oh, go find out that there's all these other companies. Not only are their name pink, but they're pink with every other spelling of the word pink with a Y instead of an I. So I can see where Edge is now. You know, somebody came up and said, this is great. It's if it it's the mold, it's four to five letters. It's simple. Um, that kind of trend is happening. So, again, why am I pointing I, I, out their trends? I, I, I want to bring up doing. something that you said, Chris, there. And, and it's very important because it, it, I've said this a thousand times. I'll say it, you know, as many times as I need to say it. My day job is is I'm, I'm head of marketing mm -hmm. at ATI in a great right of St. Louis. One of the things that you have to look at when you look at rebranding and new names is getting above the uh, getting above the noise, mm -hmm. um, because you, you mentioned Meta. You mentioned you know Meta and Pink. We'll let two kind of extremes there. Meta has the ability, and, and Facebook has already a running start. But if if it was somebody else. Starting out from scratch, one of the considerations when you when you do start a new company or or rebrand to a completely different name, is the SEO, is the website, is all this stuff. Because if somebody's just typing in your name, and you're not in the top five, the top three spots, then you need to pick something else, right? That that mm -hmm. that, or, or you're going to spend a lot of money, both hiring people for content and and you know hiring SEO experts or doing it internally. But you're still spending the money and the, and the time to raise your profile and raise your search results up. Yeah. Right. And then you get into like I, I have a lot of trouble with uh, like this one right here. If somebody types in edge, they're clearly not going to get USAV site. Right. Um, they're they're going to get browsers and whatever cliff diving clubs, whatever. Um, and and. I, I have a little bit of trouble with this. There's there's a couple of companies that we use, and it drives me insane that every time I, I don't remember their URLs, but when I need to go to their site, I always have to remember to Google 
company name dash AV or dash cables or, you know, whatever. And that's, that is problematic as well. Cause if you just Google the company name, you get 15 things that are not the AV version of that company. Well, and I'll, I'll I'll bring one up for you. Uh, we did an interview with a, with a group, uh, at Infocom this year and their name was COVID. Now, a fine company. I, they, they do a good job, but you know, their, their name is COVID and, and right now that's not a very good name to have. And when, mm-hmm. when the virus first came out, it was Corona and we referred to it as the coronavirus, and, and some people still do, but you know, the beer had to go beer out itself. and, yeah. you know, make, make some, some changes. So. And, and listen, I, I know somebody who was at a, it, it, inside a corporate environment who was told, Hey, I, you know, go get a tent because you're going to go on a weekend trip. And that person said, okay, where do I buy a tent? And somebody said, Dick sporting goods. And that guy did not write sporting goods when he typed that in because it is Dick's sporting goods. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you think happened there? Red lights went off. Yeah. You need to go to a different one. website. Uh, on that note, uh, we will say goodbye. Uh, Rebecca Sullins, thank you so much. Uh, how do people connect with you? Uh, you can find me um, at rsullins at com. If you want to email me, you can also get me on Twitter. That's where Chris yells at me all the time, at R.E. Sullins. Uh, or LinkedIn, Rebecca Sullins, S-U-L-L-I-N-S. Uh, very good. And again, if you uh, if you want Rebecca's autograph, you can go get your CTS, your CTS I, or your CTS D. So. I worked really hard on that autograph. I did like 15 versions. Good Lord. Really? I'm left-handed. And so my uh, handwriting okay. is absolute, just terrible. It's yeah. horrible. So I had to do a lot. All right. Mr. Neto, thank you, sir. How do people connect with you? Chris underscore Neto on Twitter, LinkedIn. You can find me there under Christopher Neto CTS. Hey. I, I will be renewing at some point and getting the new spanking brand new version uh, with the Rebecca Sullins uh, signature model. Um, when I do have that, then uh, you'll find me there at uh, LinkedIn. You'll find me at uh, Starin, which is the company I work for, uh, Starin. Um, yeah, Starin.biz. That's where we were at. And uh, you can find me and Tim on the cover of Cliff Diver Magazine, um, the nineteen modeling their nunchucks. The nineteen eighty-seven fall edition is where we were originally. It was Acapulco. It was a long time ago. It was but a you long know what? Time we... ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, thank you, nunchucks and cliff diving. I don't think I've yes. ever had that in on, on a Navy week no, and ever. ever. I was thank four you. in nineteen eighty-seven. If I just you know. Wow. All right. <laughs> And Tim's rubbing his face. What's, what's he's funny go, about that thing is, is our, our intrepid producer, Mitchell, uh, God love him, he turned 30 uh, about a week or so ago. And um, he was born the year Mr. Neto and I graduated high school. But so, can we just go on record saying that you are still older than me? I am still older than you, yes, sir. I just look it, but who <laughs> is it? I don't know about that, but but yes, you you are. I am I am still older than you. Um, all right, uh, for us, for AV, for me, don't don't follow me on the twitters, uh, but go by the website avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You will find this program and a host of others. Uh, Matt Scott still uh, hangs around and does Resi Week on a weekly basis. We've got some really great uh, programs coming down the pipeline from our friend uh, Don Mead for AV Social, uh, the XR Star, and a whole lot others. Uh, I also point out uh, Fuse, which is our our AV user um, um, uh, organization, uh, fuse.avnation.tv. If you are an IT manager, a tech manager, if you are involved in in managing the front lines of AV, uh, come join us there. And we're also starting to do some local 
events with Fuse. Uh, so if you are in the Chicagoland area, I will be up there in August. We're having a get together, basically just kind of a happy hour uh, on a Monday afternoon. Uh, you can hit me up on on uh, on uh, my email or uh, on the website and uh, find out more about that. So all that and more at avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for AV Week. Oh, my God.